Welcome to The Power of the Pivot, a podcast giving you daily marketing tips and strategies from both myself and scrappy entrepreneurs who have all learned by doing. I'm Susan Salzman, your host, and the truth is building the life and business you want, desire, and deserve in your 50s doesn't have to suck. In these episodes, I will teach you the tips and tricks to managing and maintaining a life and a career you not only adore, but you're proud of. Nothing is off limits here. We talk about loss of identity and how that mentally and physically impacts us, how to relaunch after heartache and menopause, hardship, money, and what it takes to reinvent, reframe, and reimagine a life that once was. I always say the goal is in the vision, the system is in the roadmap, and without your systems in place, it's easy to get stuck, overwhelmed, and paralyzed. And because I don't want that for you, both myself and my guests are sharing personal stories, past failures, and present wisdom in order to amplify the conversation, inspire action, and move the needle. So get ready to dive in. I'm glad you're here. Let's get into it. Hey, Andrea, welcome to the podcast, The Power of the Pivot. I'm so excited you're here because I've had the privilege of working with you over the past six months or so, learning more about you and your business. And I have to say, I am so a little like, I hate to say it, but like a little jealous of like the niche you found because I do feel it is so specific and it's so targeted and it's a so needed, especially the more I learn about you and I learn about your services. I just think it's so phenomenal. And I know that you kind of, you know, I would say you accidentally got into this and it's just over the past 10 years, you've grown, it's, you know, you've grown it and it's taken on a life of itself. So a welcome to the show. I'm very, very excited you're here and B just tell my audience just a little bit of who you are and what you do. And then we'll get into how we kind of work together and, and how you've grown. Sure. First of all, thank you for, for inviting me on this. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. When we first got reacquainted, it was nice to see a friendly face and the fact that you have this, this ability to help people with their businesses. I just knew I had to follow up with you, which I think was a smart, smart move on my part. So congratulations to me and you. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so thanks for, thanks, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um, what I do, you're right. It is a very specific niche. What I do is I help seniors and their families find assisted living places for either themselves or their loved ones. So the first question is like, well, what is assisted living? Well, this is assisted living like memory care, um, kind of the big box change like Brookdale, Sunrise. Those are some common places. Belmont's another good one. A lot of assisted living is really focused on independent living. Like we want seniors to be able to do as much as they can. If they're walking and talking and able to be social, then yeah, we want to find an environment where they can have lunch and, and be interested and interesting to the other people there. And then if they need a little help, Maybe they can't shower on their own or they need help putting on their shoes or maybe they can't see so well. So it's hard for them to manage their own medications. Those are assisted living services that are brought in for any place you could live independently. You know, some people want a kitchen. Some people want a pool. Those are very specific preferences that I'm, I'm happy to, to help people find if that's really what they want. But it's really, it's really a journey and the people are very afraid of it. 
Um, you say assisted living, they go, Oh, I don't want to live with all those old people. But at the end of the day, they're like, Oh my God, what was I so afraid of? This is really such a nice way to live. So, so not only are you connecting the dots and helping them find the right place for them and their family, but you are also demystifying the myth. Like you are also educating people, whether it's people like me who has a 90 year old mother who might need to you know, embark on something like that. You're educating us because again, you've been doing this for 10 years. You really know the ins and the out. And I also think what's so remarkable about you, which I learned in working with you, is that you have started penetrating other cities around the country where you are partnering with other people who kind of do what you do in other time zones and other zip codes, which I think is brilliant and (laughs) scrappy. And industrious. Like, I think it's how you, you're scaling in a lot of ways. Well, my biggest competitor is a place. I mean, I don't even want to say their name, but there's all these kind of large places that are national and you're looking for maybe a small residential home environment for your mom in LA and they're in Minnesota. How do they know? why that place is good. How do they know that when you walk in, you're going to see Dorothy with her purse in her lap and her wheelchair, and she's going to show you her very dark room that she loves because she has an issue with light and she's so happy there. But if you don't know Betty or Doris or whoever it is, then you're just sending families in blind. And that's why I really did focus on uh, really finding these boutique area specialists that know everything there is to know about a place. Like when I'm talking to a family, I get really involved in their preferences. What's their religion? What does, you know, are they Fox News or MSNBC? Like it can even be that detail. So we really need to know. So it's not only the national part where I can really hook families up to people with boots on the ground. But it's also what, like you had mentioned, the the education of what is assisted living? What can you expect? Why does it cost so much? (laughs) Why, Why can't they prevent falls? I mean, it's really a whole bunch of education. And if I can help them be advocates for their loved one, that's just an extra bonus. There are so many resources. And if you've never heard of a referral service or you've never had your little toe dipped in the assisted living pool, you don't know where to start. And for me, after doing this for so long and having the privilege to work with, you know, maybe a thousand families by now, I get to tell people how we're going to start, what to expect. And that when we get to the end of the road, there will be a successful outcome. Yeah. And they can't see it because they're call- nobody calls me like, Oh, this is such a great day. I get to call Andrea. No, people are calling me because I mean, my last call today was about this gentleman's 77 year old wife with dementia and she's combative. And that's a very difficult placement. And a lot of times with spouses that they start and stop the process, but we're, I'm here to help through the whole thing. I know that's what another thing that we kind of, we discovered a lot of things when we were working together about <laughs> you, but like, like, you know, I'm a guide. I help simplify, you know, the strategy process and help build the roadmap and help others, you know, um, get to where they want to go, which you came to me with kind of a, kind of a general problem, but it really became very specific on how we were going to tackle it. But you're also a guide. And so I think, I think as a guide and somebody who was asking for help, what do you think, what, what do you think was, were some of the things that we worked together on? that helped you 
reimagine or see your business in kind of a different way because I think that I did help you, you know, broaden what you can offer or how, or all that kind of stuff. But what, what do you, I think you gave me a macro viewpoint because I'm in it. I I'm in the trenches. I'm just trying to task through my day and help people you know, schedule tours and, and pick them up and let them see what the options are for them. That's very micro. You have the whole, the broad overview of a business. I don't have the skills for social media. I don't have the skills for big marketing. I, so what you did is you kind of made me look at my business from a different perspective. And I think that's what was so helpful for me. Um, I think the, what really attracted me to want to call you was when you had said, you kind of, you kind of have to know what you want. And I didn't know what I want. And, and I want to want, of course, that's how you move forward. But I didn't know what I wanted. You don't know till you know. And I think that, that through the process of looking at our social media, looking at the website, the web, oh my God, the website for sure. <laughs> the branding. Exactly. Like how do I tie in all these new things? Because even though I've been doing this actually 12 years, the first 10 was in a different capacity. And now that I have my own business, Brightside Referrals, yes, I'm sure you'd want me to plug it. We are. We're going to plug it. Yeah, because I have to be your own cheerleader, right? That's right. Part, that's part of what we know is to not be apologetic for for our wanting to be a leader in the marketplace and that's okay. But really kind of dialing down to what, what do I want? Mm-hmm. How do I want to say it? Mm-hmm. Is it okay to say I'm the four seasons of assisted living? That sounds really like, can you say that? Well, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I just did. Right. <laughs> it's kind of fun to push these ideas, you know, against the wall with you to see like, is that too much? Am I being too strong? Am I being too timid? And you get to guide me and Brightside, hopefully to the next level, which I'm still working on, right? It's always a process. So I feel like I've got my goals set up for this year. Some of them are technology. <laughs> Some of the ones are the hardest ones, but also it's uh, also just kind of keeping the actual business running with an eye on you know, what am I saying to the world through my, my media, my marketing, my marketing, your storytelling, all that kind of stuff. Because I also think that, again, you said it gets very myopic, you know, it's the, it's the task mastering all day long, where you don't get an opportunity to look at the big vision or what's possible. And I, and I think that's what I love most about what I do or, and women like you who I help, because I generally, I help really women like you. I mean, I'm you women like you are attracted to me. We are, you know, <laughs> in, we are, we're in our fifties, early sixties. We are accomplished and bright and educated and we've done a lot of things. Maybe some of us have stopped, took a break to raise kids. And then we're trying to find ourselves and we don't always believe in ourselves or trust ourselves or tap into our gut. And I think that. One of the things I recognized or noticed was, first of all, you, again, you have this awesome niche business, which is just so brilliant. But I think I also showed you how to really own it and to really, you know, 
I think he yeah. validated. I think yeah. the word was validation for me. Like I had some ideas and I was like, well, I don't know. Is this a good idea? And you're like, this, no, it's a fabulous idea. And then if, what if we take your little idea and we add this, this and this to it, then it's a great idea. And I thought that was what was so really wonderful. And there's also working with you, there's an honesty that I really wanted to talk about because I think there's the, you know, you kind of say things that are hard for people to hear sometimes like, Oh wait, I do need to go in that direction because you're fear. We're fearful. We, we have these own blocks we put on ourselves. And I think that that it's a safe space to be working with you. And I think that's because you're honest and you do validate and you made me feel like I could do anything. And that is really so important as a strategist that you, that you have, that you are. And it's just been wonderful. And then you kind of, but then it is like a pattern, right? We, 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 we went big, right? We had all these great ideas. We did this marketing party. We, we thought so big. And then all of a sudden I was like, wait, I got to get back to the work. Great. But then we've now folded in some other ideas into this. And I like that it's so creative and that it goes fast or slow or big or small based on what I need. And like, but the safety that you offer and, and the, the, the vision that you have is, I thought, so critical to the growth. And now I'm just working this year to see how much more I can grow from last year. But last year, once you came on board, the numbers were changing. They were growing. And that's, that's kind of why people should call you. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I love that. Lines. No, you, you, you saw where some of the gaps were. You, you hired an assistant. You took that leap, which was an expense that you weren't really used to, or you didn't really feel you deserved or you were worthy of or that you could afford. And you're like, and we kind of had these conversations like, well, in order for you to grow, you have to be able to delegate some things. But I think before we can really get to a place of delegation, I think we have to know our business and know what we want. That's one thing I'm going to talk more and more about because I think a lot of us give the power away because we are in our 50s. We sometimes don't think we are qualified to quantify and we give the power away saying, you do it, you build it, you create it. And I think what I like to do is empower the someone like you, people like you, because you do have the tools to do it. You just need to reframe it and learn it in a different way. And then you can pass along the, you know, the tasks. Let someone else do some of the tasks, you know, task mastering. But yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. I think that it, it was such a great journey because we, we went big, we went small, we went medium, we kind of went through this whole thing. And now as I'm utilizing all of the tools you gave me, um, I don't expect to go many months without calling you, but I have enjoyed uh, implementing all the ideas and uh, the, the macro a viewpoint into my daily life. I mean, should I be doing more stuff on LinkedIn? Absolutely. <laughs> but Me I figure, too. you know, if I'm trying to get new business and I'm just trying to keep up with the business, I think it's all good. You know, yeah, and, it is all good. And at the end of the day, when you're in a service like mine where we're really helping people 
um, really during a very difficult time, many, many of the calls. Uh, and, and even if I can't monetize the call and if I help them, then that helps my karma bank. And if my karma bank is full, my regular bank is fine. And I think that kind of getting to that higher purpose over and above the business has just been, um, really like the purpose of my life. Yeah. And I think that's been so, so fascinating to see. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think one of the most important things you said here was that I allowed you to be comfortable with some of the uncomfortable, but I also met you where you were at. You know, I didn't say, I, like, there's no blueprint or, or formula or recipe to how you get there or how you build your business. And that's really, I appreciate you saying that because that's one of my missions is that I want to meet people where they're at and be able to have them feel comfortable in that growth or that or where they're going. And I really appreciate that. So thank you. Well, I think I had to just jump in. And, and, you know, when I, st- when I started Brightside, I did, I just jumped in and you're just off to the races without even an, a, an, an eye to some sort of mission or plan. And that's why I thought the timing of meeting you was perfect because I had, I had the car moving. I just wasn't, I wasn't exactly sure where I was going. Yeah. We built, we built a roadmap. Exactly, exactly. And even some of those ideas or the things on the roadmap or the stuff that we highlighted or outlined are on hold. They're not forgotten. They're there, but you, you just get there when you're ready to get to that destination. And it's having the vision and knowing that you can scale and grow it in a different way. But right now you are working on some of the other things that have value. And that, and, and but I wouldn't have had the strength or courage to do it if you hadn't been there encouraging me. I appreciate that. Thank you. So we're obviously going to share your links. We'll talk about that. But if, if someone out there is listening and they are in a situation where they really do need to find some help or some advice because they have an aging parent or family member that they know needs to take this step, what are a few tips you could offer um, them right now? Well, I think if they're in a situation where they're looking, they would first need to kind of know what they're looking for. So kind of understanding the differences between skilled nursing, assisted living, um, you know, what that looks like is the first step. Uh, people are very surprised to know this is a private pay industry. If you're in assisted living, this is long-term care insurance or private pay. It is not Medicare, Medi-Cal. There are some places that can work with that, and I'm happy to walk people through. Um, it's really important to understand what your care needs are. Like, What does your mom or dad need? What? And let's prioritize them. Um, and budget, care needs, geography. I had somebody call me and they said, I want to live as far away from my mom as possible. Okay, usually people want to be close to the doctors or close to their families. But, you know, this is an individual process. I have to really put myself in the family's shoes and if that's what they're looking for. But definitely have someone like me help you, whether it's me or one of my wonderful colleagues. The people that are in this industry have big hearts and we give away our time and we are happy to help. Um, as much as we can. So, so you don't have to be alone. You don't have to do this alone. You can have somebody with you, uh, theoretically holding your hand, sometimes physically holding your hand. And, uh, you know, that, that's kind of where I would start is just to, to understand the different 
parts of this beast and to not do it alone. So, so you mentioned budget, know your budget, know what your family members care needs are, whether they can take a shower on their own or they can't. That's a, that's a big factor. Um, you mentioned something in a private conversation. This was really an aha for me. It's almost even like personal views. Like you said, you know, it's really kind of, I get really deep with my people and it's like, I need to know, are they like MSNBC people or Fox people? Like I thought that was so interesting. So that people don't take into consideration or into account. I mean, that at the end of the day, these people are kind of at end of life, um, kind of, a, or whatever. They should be, should, they shouldn't be having like conflicts or anxiety around, you know. Well, I think the human, humans are really pack animals. We do want to be with others. So the, the social aspect of residential care is, is so critical, but we also want to be with our people. Mm-hmm. So that's why I ask so many personal questions about religion, politics, you know, but also is, is somebody a gardener? Is somebody a reader? Is somebody really into music? Each place has their own flavor and it's my job to match the person to the place. And I always say these are, these are like the three highest quality flavors of ice cream, but I don't know if you're vanilla or chocolate. I don't know your flavor, but right. this is all these are any one of these would be where I put my mom and I like my mom. So that's a yeah. good. <laughs> you know what I love about what you're saying and I'm even learning more about you is you're, you're really like, you're like match.com meets like a really high end recruiting service meets <laughs> like, um, even like a match, you're a matchmaker. That's really what you're Yeah. It's a, it's really about knowing the places and listening to the families. Yeah. And then it's easy to do the match. And a lot of times something is just intuitive. It just comes to me like, Oh, like my last call with the 77 year old wife. Um, I, I only really gave him two places because I felt like that's really where he should start. And then we'll come back and we'll, we'll regroup. And he wasn't sure if he wanted me to drive him or not. He was very cute. Mm -hmm. I love that. (laughs) I'm so lucky. You are. You're fantastic too. You're, I'm so honored and, and I'm so glad we got to know each other on this level because I always knew, like, I always saw you at like bar mitzvahs and funerals, you know, like <laughs> it was like, cause we have mutual friends. And then I really got to know you. And I was just, I, I talk about you all the time because again, you're in such a specific niche and what you've created. And it's, you know, I, I just think it's awesome. And I think you're awesome. Where can people find you? People can find me at brightsidereferrals.com or Andrea at brightsidereferrals.com or my LinkedIn page, Brightside Referrals. I think I said that like four times now. (laughs) Exactly. And any, anything you want to add before we sign off? Um, just that, you know, I can't create a need in the marketplace, right? People, people have to call me when they have that need. Mm-hmm. So, um, just if you, they can just get the strength to make that first call, it will get easier from there. That's awesome. You're awesome. So much. You are too. Thank you so much, Andrea. So grateful to you. I'm grateful to you. Really, I am. I'm really blessed because I, I, I have a small but mighty group of clients. You know, I don't take on a lot of people at one time because I really want to, I really want to learn. I'm a good listener and I really bring you into like my thoughts and my life. When I work with somebody, I'm constantly thinking about a better mousetrap or another, you know, like another idea. So I'm really That's grateful. Right. I'm, I, I think you're, I, I, yeah, I'm really grateful. So thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks again for having me. 
I hope this episode inspired, encouraged, and challenged you to possibly take action, but also know that whatever you might be going through, you're never alone. There truly is no greater joy than connecting with others who may be dealing with some of the same challenges and obstacles as you are. And on the heels of that, what better way to celebrate some of your wins and achievements than with those who are walking right beside you? This podcast and the community that I've been building is all about that. Women supporting other women to do and be exactly who they were always meant to be. And in my opinion, there's no better experience than community. It builds connection, confidence, and most importantly, trust. If you're seeking community, connection, and rich conversations, just know that there's always an available seat for you at my table. Feel free to reach out. There's lots of ways for us to hang out together. For now, remember, the goal is in the vision. The system is in the roadmap. And as always, it would be hugely appreciated if you subscribed, shared, and downloaded this episode. See you next week. Same time, same place.